Witchy Mamas, Practical Living for Modern Families. Create magic every day and discover tips and tricks to keeping you sane and grounded while living in the real world. I'm your host, Billy Corinne. Hey, it's Billy Corinne here, Witchy Mama and your host. And today I have my most favorite Reiki master, <laughs> Jet Roberts. Hey, Jet. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here. So I asked Jet to be back on because, for one, she's amazing. But I thought being spring and all, it would be the perfect time to, you know, discuss new beginnings and healing and, you know, that's to release all that stuff that's always holding us back. So Absolutely. So we wanted to talk about release and forgiveness today. Do you want? Do you have questions for me? You may just dive into it. Yeah. So, um, I, gosh, in my first Reiki sessions with you, forgiveness obviously came up a lot, as I'm sure many people can <laughs> relate to. Was that one of the first homework assignments that it I gave you? Would have been yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, and having. I can't even say, obviously, it's not like, you know, all of that's gone. I'm, we're we're going to oh, continuously yeah. hold on to that. Of but, course. you it's know, a continuous practice. Yeah. But, you know, having forgiven so many people and let go of that energy I was holding on to, you know, has clearly been transformational. Um, yes. So, and I know this is homework you've given plenty of your many, clients. many people. I think it's just a common thread between all of us as humans as really holding on to pain and hurt and, and, and like within ourselves too, like things that we haven't forgiven ourselves for. I think that's like number one is what are we holding on to that we could forgive ourselves for? And that is, that has been transformational for me. But then also, you know, if you can look at everybody else as a tangent of you and, you know, what you're experiencing in your relationships is usually a pretty clear indication of how you're experiencing your relationship with yourself and like what you allow into your space. Mm -hmm. I just went off on a tangent talking about that. No. (laughs) So going back when you said like forgiving yourself. So that was really huge for me Mm -hmm. because even a situation where I very much felt victimized and I, you know, still to this day, I mean, I can look at it and I know that I was a victim in so many ways, but to just acknowledge my role in that <laughs> and absolutely like that that was big mm-hmm. and even now it and it's definitely helped me open my eyes to looking at every situation and being like okay what part did I play in this because yeah. I mean as much as I want to think I'm perfect <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if we all were right <laughs> you know and I may still put on a show and throw a a temper tantrum and <laughs> you know n- not admit that I was wrong but you know, just at least being able to admit to myself, like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's where things went wrong. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have behaved that way. Um, it's, that's been huge for me. Yeah. And I think it's really, um, such an important piece of this whole thing is like really being introspective and taking personal responsibility for everything that we experience. Um, and that's not to say, you know, I'm not excusing, abusive behaviors and patterns in relationships. Um, and that is not my point at all. Like if you're in an abusive relationship, then that I'm not blaming the victim right. in that at all, but being introspective in the sense of like not carrying around a bunch of burdens that 
weigh you down and, you know, release yourself from, if you felt like you could have done something differently, like tell yourself, Hey, I love you. You could have done this a little bit better. Maybe next time, this is how I will, you know, attack right. this situation. Live and learn, right? <laughs> right. But yeah, being gentle and kind with yourself really sets up the tone for what your relation, your relationship with yourself is going to set the tone for your relationships with others. Definitely. Yeah. No, you've taught me a lot about that this past year. Um, you know, I mean, I definitely wasn't kind to myself. And that, that's usually where it starts is, yeah. you know, we, we show other people how to love us. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't learn that as a young child, that's why I think Reiki for children is just, you're giving your children like the hugest gift by doing this for them at such a young age, because like, think about how different our lives could have been, but you and I wouldn't be, you and I wouldn't be the people we are right? and we wouldn't be setting this generation up. <laughs> I know. I hate starting to think about that I know. stuff because I mean, it's just so complex. But if I had learned how to love myself when I was little and it wasn't something that like, I'm still right now today trying right. to figure out. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I'm not saying that like our kids are going to have everything, you know, they're not going to have it all figured out, but like, they're not starting in their thirties. Right. You know, so. Hopefully starting younger. I mean. It's huge. As as much as I wish Ricky would help their attitude sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't always help. You know what's interesting? Sometimes I find my attitude is worse after I get like a Reiki session. Like I'm like, I'm even less like I'm having even less tolerance with Well, you're just still like, it's just like that processing effect. I mean, yeah, same. Seriously, almost every Reiki session I take a long nap after. Yeah, that's so good. Like when I that's so good. when I do my Reiki sessions, most of the time I, I pretty much clear my day mm-hmm. to just kind of process everything because it's usually... I wish everyone would do that. <laughs> Could everyone be it's as good hard. as you are? But, and, and there's been times, and I there's been a couple times I can remember where I didn't clear my schedule and I regretted it, yeah. but it was just unavoidable sometimes. Yes. Yeah. But, and then you have to deal with something and it's like that reflection of like dealing with something frustrating after coming off of this like high. Of yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, I feel like a complete bitch when uh-huh. I, cause I mean, even, I mean, you know, even going out and just dealing like with the children and, yeah. you know, just the normal day to day stuff. And, you know, as soon as mom walks out of her office, it's instant like attack mode and yeah. everyone wants to share their stories. And I'm just like, leave me alone for five minutes. And so <laughs> where was that. that Reiki piece that I was just experiencing? I'm so in touch with that. <laughs> so, but if I have like a good hour afterward to just nap or mm-hmm. maybe take a shower or just like, you know, kind of just chill out, it, yes. it helps. I agree fully. So, so tell me a little bit about, um, the practice you recommend for your clients for forgiveness. Okay. So Ho'oponopono is a practice that my mom told me about years ago when I was really struggling and just was carrying around a lot of, um, resentment and frustration. Um, and so this is a Hawaiian practice and it has the most beautiful roots in the Hawaiian culture. And so I don't want to talk too much about their practice because I am not indigenous to Hawaii and this is not my personal spiritual practice, Um, but I have adapted it and used it in different ways. And so I really think it's such a valuable tool to share with others. And, um, you know, it's always my, it's always my goal to be respectful of other cultures and spiritual practices and not whitewash them or take them as my own. Um, so I just want to tell you that this is my adaptation, um, for my practice and using Reiki and like, 
giving homework that I have used for myself and my clients. And as, you know, Billy just said, it is transformational. Absolutely. Um, and it has been for me. So what I really like doing is starting with myself. Um, and I've done, I've had people do this in different ways, but I like to write it down because I feel like it's very powerful to write things into existence. Um, actually taking a piece of paper and a pen and using your own hands, not doing this on your tablet or computer or phone, but like physically pen to paper and freeform writing, um, where you're not really worried. This is going to kill all the Virgos, but where you're not really worried about grammatical errors. You're just writing. Um, and so at the very top of the page, I like to say, I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And then you write out um, whoever it is that you want to forgive with everyone. I, I would recommend starting with yourself. And then just like follow up each of those titles. Like, I love you because you have carried me through my life and you continue to fight for our peace. Like, if you're talking to yourself, you continue fighting for my peace and like fulfillment in life. Thank you for continuing to fight for my peace in life. Thank you for healing yourself and like constantly putting yourself on this journey to self-love. I'm sorry for all the times that I've doubted you. I'm sorry for the times that I have like put you in positions to be hurt and um, feel like a victim. And I love you or I like I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, you know, you can list off things you forgive yourself for, um, or you can just say, I forgive you. And you can do this with anyone in your life that you want to forgive, or if you want to ask for their forgiveness by using this spiritual practice. And so you can just word it however makes sense to you. And at the end of this, I like to release it by burning it. Right. And so a great time to do this would be when the moon is getting... Like when you're, we want to release after we've had a full moon and then it's going into a new moon. So the, while the moon is getting darker, mm-hmm. um, is when you would want to release things to spirit. And then as the moon is growing from a, from a new moon to a full moon is when you work on manifestation right. and what you want to call into your life. So that I wouldn't burn. Um, if you want to journal about things that you want to call in and manifest, I would not burn that paper, but anything you want to release, I would burn Burn it it. to transmute it back to spirit. Definitely. Okay. So how often do you do this practice yourself? (laughs) Um, it's probably time again. Um, it's been a couple months. Mm -hmm. I, so you can also do this in a way where you are just doing like a met where you're in a meditative state where you're not writing anything down, but just saying, like you can think of yourself and say, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it doesn't matter what, mm-hmm. you know, what order you say them in, however it feels natural and organic to you. Just say it in that way. But you can think of yourself and say that. You can think of another person and say that. Um, so that part of it, it's, I do that kind of regularly. Um I would say every couple months. But the actual, like, writing it down... It hasn't been since we started No Filter Podcast. I haven't done that since okay. then. So that was months ago. Months ago. So I'll be completely honest. I've never done the full thing. I think when you had first told me about it, um, we were definitely yeah, yeah, we were definitely more focused on like the forgiveness uh-huh. part of it. Um, and so I did that 
once. Um, and probably like two months later, it was like, okay, there's still some people I need to forgive. And yeah. that was where I was part of that. I was like, oh, like I need, I need to forgive myself. myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was eye opening. But so what are they? It's I love you. I love you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry is in there. So, okay. and you can do it, you can word it in different ways. So it's, um, I forgive you or please forgive me. Okay. So if you're asking for forgiveness right. and you can, you really can order these in any way you want to. Um, but it's important to tell them. So, and you can also say the, I love you for the, for, if you want to end it with, I love you. Um, so you can say, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So the I love you is hard. Right. Okay. Because, like, because, and that's probably why I haven't done this fully mm-hmm. because. There's some people that I feel like even on just like a humanitarian level, I don't love them. Right. And they've been on my list and they've been challenging. <laughs> so I'm, I don't, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's a constant <laughs> process of. And, you know, maybe I'm just not that evolved yet to, yeah, well, I'm definitely not cause... to be able to love somebody that, um, and it's not even, and so it's interesting because the person specifically that I'm thinking of when I'm saying this, like, I don't even blame them for the pain that they've caused and the things that have happened in my life as a direct result of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame them for that. I actually completely understand where this person is in their life and why they are the way they are, but I'm also not willing to participate anymore. And, um, I just don't, I really don't think I even have, maybe I do have love on like a humanitarian level, but it's really hard to access that. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) so I'm not carrying around resentment for this person, but I, but I also couldn't honestly look at you and say, I love this person. Right. And that's how I am with a couple people in Mm -hmm. my life. And it's so... I think that's okay. I think it's okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing is, is I don't hate them anymore, though. I don't have that hate. That's the burden. Like, you know, that's like swallowing poison and expecting the other person to die. (laughs) I mean, okay. um, (laughs) So my first ex-husband, when he took off, and he actually moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. And he had done some very horrible things to me and my children. And for him, I mean... It was a good few years after he left where every time there was a hurricane, I would seriously pray <laughs> that he... You it just took him it out. It would. I did. And it was like, because... It, but that was more a fear. Like, I didn't want him to, like, come, come back. back. Of course. And I would. No, I would I be like, maybe this is the time and he'll be we'll gone. Be gone and, and I don't feel like that anymore at all. I mean, it's been, oh my gosh, like 16 years since he walked out on us. And you've never heard from no. him Oh, my God. That just, that kind of, <laughs> that blows my mind. You know, so, like, there's no hatred there. Yeah. I mean, with the things he, he did, like, were awful. But, like, I'm completely over it. And, oh, you know, I'm, I'm very indifferent to him. That's but I could that I never say, yeah. I love you. No. Because this was a person at one time I really, really did love very, yeah. very much. And, but, <laughs> so I don't think, I, I don't know. I mean, if you can get to that point with those sorts of people, good on you. Right. But I, I don't know that, that I could ever. Yeah. I'm not that evolved. <laughs> but the practice has been great. And I think it's great introspection to really look at 
where we were with mm-hmm. things, like wishing someone would, would be swept <laughs> away in a hurricane. Like, I feel like I'm kind of in touch with that with some people. So um, I think it's a really, like, good barometer to look at where you were and, right. that, and to now indifference. Like, that's really great. And yeah. that's huge growth. Now, you know, maybe in 10 years from now, we'll both be sitting here saying, like, oh, well, yeah, I love them. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. It's not my goal. <laughs> right. I like, don't. I feel good about where I'm at with that. I Like, agree. there's no fear. There's no hatred. It's like, this is a thing that happens. We've all learned from it. I, so I hope he's learned from it. Everybody. And see, and I think, too, the fact that, like, if I think about it, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I really hope because I know he's remarried and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, I really hope, like, he's a good husband and, yes. you know, maybe father to other people (laughs) you know like so there's definitely like no ill feelings anymore yeah like at all that's that's a great place love's a strong word right (laughs) right and so i think that that's all we can hope for is to be where we are and you know i'm totally fine with that i'm totally fine with that and that's another really so i love that you said that because That also leads to whatever feels good to you about this practice, use that. Whatever Mm -hmm. doesn't feel good, don't use it. You know, you're, you don't have to, like, that's what I really liked about making this kind of my own and giving it as homework was you just use it how it works for you. Um, so you don't have to, don't tell somebody you love them if you don't. Okay. You know, don't, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) Okay. Then I'm going to stop feeling guilty. Honestly, I'm not feeling guilty about it. I don't either. I don't either. I don't feel And that's guilty. why I feel like that's, I'm in the right place with that is because I have zero guilt, zero anything. It's that's like, perfect. And after like finally releasing all of that with, you know, everybody in my life, it was like, wow, this is good. It's a good way to be. And you know, some people that I still had to forgive, they don't irritate me when I see them now as much. That is, and that is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> And the, so the practice is really interesting, too, because there were certain people on my list that I thought, it's going to be so hard to forgive this person. Mm-hmm. And it was so easy. And then there were other people who I was like, this is going to be so easy. Why are they even on my list? And it was shockingly Because it's triggering. like the littler things that just kind of grow and build. It was really years. interesting to see the dynamics. And I really went extra yeah. and deep with my list. Of course, you're very extra, Jet. <laughs> and I didn't need to be, I didn't need to be so extra because really what it came down to and what I realized after doing this whole practice was the most important thing that I could do was to heal these pieces within myself. Because right. <laughs> no, you went all the way back to like early childhood. I went back right? to early childhood, like a lot of stuff in middle school. That was some of the stuff that was the most painful and most really? hard to forgive was in middle school, which okay. is hard. Honest, I haven't done, I mean, there was like a few like recurring things like from my childhood that mm-hmm. obviously I, you know, had to work on, but like school kind of stuff or like people like that. I haven't even given that any thought. That's amazing. Like I'm it, glad. But like when you say that, I'm like, well, maybe there is some things. There. Oh, I experienced so much trauma in those years. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of trauma <laughs> in those years. Um, so interesting. I had a lot to work through in the, the middle school to beginning of high school years. Right. Okay, well, I definitely am going to have to take a – actually look at it because I, I didn't. I was, like, more focused on, like, the immediate stuff in my life, well, I think. Well, so that's the other thing, too, is, like, 
I want to make it super clear that, like, if this doesn't feel good to you, don't. You don't have to. Right. You don't have to do this. If, you, if you're like, ooh, I do want to forgive myself or I want to forgive this person. And that feels like it. So check in with yourself. Like, how does your how's your body responding mm-hmm. to us even talking about this? Like, what are you feeling when you're listening to us talk about this? And if you're like, ugh, no, <laughs> Betty does not deserve my forgiveness. <laughs> Hell no. Then don't. Right. Um, and you don't, you know, if like you're not, if you're unbothered by the things in your childhood or in your formative years, like. Don't, don't go there. You don't it. need to dredge up shit. Okay. Um, but like it was, you know, I had some stuff that like I, it really did affect my self-worth. And that's constantly, self-love and self-worth is constantly my biggest hurdle that I'm I'm just like forever working on. <laughs> and a lot of it stems from early childhood and then those that years. That makes sense. Okay. So. Okay. Then I'm not going to yeah, dig up stuff that's not necessary. I don't think you need to. Yeah. Okay. So just, yeah, that's my advice is, um, if this sounds great to you, absolutely go for it. Do it. Go all in. Be extra. Don't be extra. (laughs) However feels good to you. Whatever feels good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you have your own podcast with, Mm -hmm. um, Liz. Liz. Uh And (laughs) go ahead. Tell tell us a little bit about your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no filter is... Just completely ridiculous, inappropriate. Um, we, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We, <laughs> we talk about really, it's just, we have our own parental advisory sticker. So I won't say a ton of the words that I use on that podcast on here. Yeah, there's that <laughs> meme that's awesome. like, I'm glad I met you assholes now because my parents would never have let me hung out with you. That's how I feel about you, Jet. <laughs> Uh, so I'm very in touch with that because that's how all of my friends' parents are, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm real in touch with that, actually. Um, so we're just, you know, very vulgar. So you've done some experiments with semen. Yeah. Um, you've done... I have one at home that I'm actually, like, I need to do probably tonight. Amazing. So um, if you want to, you know, have some alone time without your children, <laughs> definitely tune in to... Jizz's yeah. podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but I do know you made some CBD lube. I did. Tell me about that. Okay. So I made some, so I've always like kind of dabbled in just making like, you know, bath salt. Or, so I don't now I can't say bath salt anymore because of <laughs> that horrible drug. But um, so salt soaks. And I've always just kind of dabbled in doing stuff like that, making lotions or lubes or like different oily scents or, you know, whatever. So, um, and massage oils and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So I had started making lube a few years ago and I finally perfected my recipe because now it contains CBD oil and I really wanted to be able to do it with THC. But I have not figured out how to get that into my possession unless I just make it myself. And I'm not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) So so what I'm using is I whip up coconut oil with um, some different Young Living essential oils, uh, specifically joy, peppermint, and black pepper. And, um, oh, also there's an aphrodisiac oil by Eden's Garden that I like a lot too. And I think I put that in my first lube. And then I put a carnelian stone um, that's really charged with a lot of intent mm-hmm. and passionate energy. 
So I put that in the bottom of the container, pour in the whipped CBD lube on top of that, and then also infuse that whole container with um, Reiki and sexual energy, passion, um, with like just the solid intention of deep connection and intimacy. And it is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... The, it's almost too good. <laughs> so how much is your husband loving all these sexual experiments you've been doing? <laughs> so I keep having to ask and make sure and check in because we talk about, we use his name on the podcast all the yeah. time. And, you know, now it's, now it's like all these different people are listening to it. Um, I'm just praying to goddess that his parents never, ever listen. <laughs> I know my mom listens and that's embarrassing enough. <laughs> so I'm just praying my dad never listens and his parents never listen. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner is going to be awkward this year. <laughs> but yeah, I, he has no complaints. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, I'm so, it's, it's a, I love listening to it. I mean, I laughed so hard. You guys are ridiculous, <laughs> but so fun. We think we're funny. I know. I'm glad to hear that from other people. <laughs> so one other thing I wanted to talk about was our happy armpits. Oh my God. Armpits are so happy after you told me about what you used. Yeah, so you saved me. It's I've been using it for about a year. So I started using just milk of magnesia on my armpits. That's my only deodorant. Um and amazing. Like I always used to do well, I also started waxing my armpits, so there's that too. Do you wax it or you get them waxed? I get them waxed. Of course you do. Yeah. (laughs) You're everybody's best client. So I do like once a month, I just go and, you know, which has been great because like the hair is really fine now. It do, it just, I don't even notice it even when it gets long. It's That's fantastic. Amazing. So between, between, yeah, I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so between waxing and the milk of magnesia, all of a sudden, like, you know, no more razor burn, no oh. more just random irritation and just yuckiness that you know, deodorant gives you. Well, and cancer causing. Very cancer causing. (laughs) Yeah. And even, you know, like, like the antiperspirants, like on your shirt, they leave a film that you can never get off. It's so bad. Like, it's amazing. So. And I've never been able to find a natural one. Oh, me neither. Ever. Like it didn't give me the worst rash. Yeah. No, it's been really bad. And I've even done like, because they say like to do some detox and do various Mm -hmm. things. I tried them all. Oh, I've tried too. Nothing's worked. I'm a vegan. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't eat any of the hormone-causing stuff. So, well, I'm so glad you have happy armpits. I do. And so what I do is you. I just bought Philips Milk of Magnesia. Yeah. And I didn't even know what it was. And I read, I was like, oh, this is a laxative. It is a laxative. (laughs) so interesting. But you spray it on. Yeah. So I have a little bottle. And you use the roller. I use a roller. So I have a little bottle, a little spray bottle that I filled with um, the Philips Milk of Magnesia. And then I put drops of vetiver, mm-hmm. tea tree, cedarwood, and lavender. It smells amazing. amazing. And it lasts all day long. Like, oh, the yeah. only time that I would even notice, like, I'm super sweaty right now because I just came from a very warm space. <laughs> it's like 80 <laughs> nets. It's 80 it's right now. It's warm outside. It's supposed I know. to be 50 tomorrow. Like, Ugh, Texas is crazy, you guys. <laughs> if you don't like the weather today, just wait till tomorrow, <laughs> which is also really aggravating, though. 
I wish we just like had real seasons. I know. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So thank you yeah. so much for turning me on. I know. I need to try scents. I haven't tried scents yet. I actually just bought some glass roller balls though that I'm really excited to try. That's exciting. So, and see, like I put it on and just like, cause do you rub it in or just let it? Okay. So, yeah. cause I, I just roll it on and then just kind of like air dry, air dry yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been great. So. Maybe I'll try some scents. And I okay, so I've also tried just um, magnesium oil. Mm-hmm. That was not effective. No, it's it the milk. It's yeah, the milk I've heard magnesium. that too. Yeah, it was not effective at all. Isn't I, that funny? I mean, it was like no. Okay, so like I'm not like a water burger. <laughs> onions and, <laughs> onions and mustard. Ew. I mean, I'm not a tiny person. I'm overweight. And I, like, all summer last year, I did this, and I never stunk. Yeah. Like, at all. In the Texas heat. I know. I mean, I sweat, because it's not an antiperspirant. It's not an antiperspirant. So you will sweat like crazy, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. You should. You should sweat. And that's just it. Like, but it's so different from using deodorant where your clothes get stinky. That you have a hard time getting Getting the scent out. Like, this, like... My clothes always smell fresh without, like, any extra work. I know. It's the best. Like, you, it really has changed. Okay. I just wanted to tell you all that. Yeah. Definitely. I haven't convinced my teenage daughters to do this yet. I'm trying to convince them. Oh, I'm going to make sense. They feel very, like, I don't know. I'm afraid I'm going to stink. But I'm like, you guys, I'm fat and I don't stink. So you guys are okay. Anything. (laughs) I was willing to try anything after having like the worst pit rashes from trying all of the natural. And like at one point I had given up and I was like, fine, I'm just going to use Old Spice. (laughs) I, for a while, and this, this was years ago, I did like just rubbing alcohol Uh and that, okay. Like in Utah, it was fine. Because it wasn't hot. It's not like it is here. And yeah. especially during, like, the winters and stuff there, it was fine when it's, you know, below 40 outside. Right. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. You know, but um, I didn't like using rubbing alcohol. And I feel like that would irritate my skin. I really sensitive Yeah. Skin. It definitely wasn't something. I don't even think I did it every day. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted you all to know this because, you know. It's amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, if you have been looking and trying to get off the cancer-causing ones and not been successful. And with, what, a $2 bottle will last you all it'll year? It'll last a year. Like, seriously. Year. I still have over half the bottle. Oh, yeah. And I use, like, I do, like, three squirts every single day, you know, sometimes. I don't, I really reapply because I don't need to. Yeah, I don't reapply. Um, but it has been just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, I can only think of a handful of times, like maybe I was out all day and then I was like going out that evening all, you and you're like, Oh, put I more should, deodorant yeah, on, but reapply. that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's been amazing. So thank you so much for telling me about it. <laughs> thank you for and trying it. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure jet. The I am best. always excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me on again. So where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. My name is grounded underscore and underscore blooming. And my web, there's a link to my website on there. You will also be able to access this podcast from my website. And you can find no filter podcasts from my website. And I'm also on YouTube, but that's kind of unnecessary. You don't need to follow me there. But she's got stuff coming up. She's going to be doing more stuff and yeah. some guided meditations and some some mm-hmm. fun things. She's actually promised to do a, 
a summer solstice guided meditation for our upcoming I'm Sabbath box. Very I cannot excited about it. Wait to see what you come up with. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. You can always find me on Instagram at Billy Corinne and on Twitter at Billy Corinne and at Witchy Mamas. So be sure to visit the website witchymamas.com and sign up for updates there. See you next time. Bye.